it's really about being approachable to the person. So you brought up Google. It's a perfect example. We don't go to Google and search 2,000 things all at once. We're very specific. We have an issue. We want an answer. Even, even medically, as much as I'm sure as a doctor or a nurse, you would prefer any kind of a medical professional, you prefer people to not look it up on Google and then come and tell you what, to, you know, let's be real. Most people do, you know, they look up their symptoms and then they come in afraid that they have, you know, whatever plague they found. <laughs> um, you know, it's just kind of human nature. The same thing is true with your book. If you can give really good, solid information to a person on a specific thing, then when a person searches for, I've got this thing going on, they find real answers based off of science and off of. Hey there, my friend. Welcome to the Powerful and Passionate Healthcare Professionals podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina. I am a cardiothoracic surgery PA with a background in public health and neuroscience. I'm also your peak performance coach. I had to say no to working extreme long hours where I was always on call and feeling exhausted, underappreciated, and undervalued, and said, heck yes, to a life and career that elevates my energy and passion without compromising my health and sanity. Now, I'm among the mission to support ambitious healthcare professional like you with a demanding career to become a confident leader who are living purposefully and fulfilled to truly be both a powerhouse in your career and a passionate person in life. Let's start our journey today. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Sabrina, for the Powerful and Passionate Healthcare Professionals podcast. I'm so excited today. We're having another session with awesome speaker, my friend Steve Kidd. And he is a multi-international best-selling author, created a system that has taken over 2,000 people's unknown expertise and turned them into number one best sellers. His method of getting you clear on your message and how to present it to the world not only sets you up as an expert, but it also creates unshakable confidence in how you show up in your business. He knows firsthand that the number one best seller opens doors and creates opportunities and ultimately generates wealth. The marketing power of a bestseller will take you from best kept secret to the go-to expert. So thanks, Steve, for being here. Oh, I'm so excited. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about your story. How did you become an author? How is writing and presenting yourself into a specific light, be an expert and not just another author, is the, your genius Zoom? How did it come to this way? Well, you know, I mean, I've been a marketing company since 1988. So I've been working, you know, helping people brand themselves and market themselves forever. <laughs> and then, of course, the internet came around and I was really basically an internet marketing since before we ever even called it the internet. Then in 2007, my uh, my wife and youngest daughter had written a book and uh, they were wanting to publish it. And I 
went through the process of publishing that for them. And in that, we discovered how powerful a bestseller can be in notoriety and all of those kind of things. Through that, I created a system. Actually, originally, the system, I worked with one to you know maybe a couple of people a year, really high-end clients. Because what I can tell you from a marketing standpoint is if you're not a bestseller, I need that in order to be able to market you the best possible. And so from that in coaching, one of the coaches said, you mean you can make people bestsellers? Like, yeah, I could do it easily. And they're like, oh, you've got to make that a big program. So we created a program and have put together a strategy. And now literally there are thousands upon thousands of people that have used the system to write, publish, and market their books to bestseller. And of course, on the way, you know, I've been writing songs and music and books and all of that for years and years. And um, I currently have eight best-selling books and I'm working on several others that are in their process of coming out. Wow, that's amazing for all the stuff that you're able to put together. So tell us more. How come being an author is the one that truly helps us to stand out, especially a best-selling author? So best-selling author is literally the number one influencer credential It outstrips everything. Um, It would have been back in the late 70s, early 80s, the pinnacle of expertise would have been being a PhD or a medical doctor, having a doctorate of some sort. What we're finding now actually is, is that best-selling author will get you more notoriety um, and help advance your career more so than even being a doctor. And it's not just me that says that. I actually have several medical doctors whose books we've done. Um, that would be the first ones to tell you they've gotten more out of being a best-selling author than being a doctor for even 20 years in their field in that same profession. Right. It's about building the expertise. When you are a bestseller of a book, you have something that's on paper, is validated for people and to recognize because so many people and so many providers like us, no matter you are a physician, your PA, your MP, you are just another person with the same title. How can we stand out in our field to truly be the expert? That's different from just simply having authority. Mm, yeah. In fact, one of our doctors that we worked with, Dr. Drayon Birch, if you're familiar with him, he's been on The Doctors and a few other shows like that. Most notably, he actually won the law case with uh, Dr. Dre from, you know, from the rap group (laughs) uh, to be able to continue using the name Dr. Dre because his name actually is Dre. (laughs) But, uh, you know, he, we went in on purpose with a strategy um, and he teaches a class to doctors to teach them the business side of running your company because, you know, medical school doesn't really teach you how to be an entrepreneur and how to run a practice as a, you know, as a business person. So he put that together. He actually made like about $160,000 in the first 60 days selling that course off of his book because it was based off of a bestseller. Yes. When you create additional side of income for some of us where in medicine, we wanted to create, let's say, a health course for patients or just the empowerment course for us. It's not just about knowing what people need and just build it already. It's do you already have the expertise and authority? So when you put something out, people trust enough to purchase and buy and learn from you because you have that influence. And when we're just 
build it out, you're putting all this effort and time. If you don't have the expertise, then it's cricket. Yes. All right. Awesome. I know there are many people who are working for organization versus there are plenty of healthcare professionals. We wanted to build our own practice. Now, how do we leverage a book to increase our clientele for our practices? So number one, of course, is just the phrase bestseller or bestselling author is the best marketing you can use for anything. I'll give you a perfect example. It's not medically related, but most of us have been to movies. Statistically, over 50% of all movies that get made are based off of bestsellers. Over 80% of those that win Academy Awards are based off of bestselling books. It is a identifiable kind of a title for people. I mean, you want your doctor to have his medical degree. You want your nurse to have her medical degree, but they can't really identify with that as to what does that mean you have that I don't have? Whereas for whatever reason, um, best-selling author is something that immediately is identifiable for, oh, this person really knows their stuff. They wrote the book on it. Yes, that's the key part is you put in the time, you put in the extra effort, you put in the case study or the research to collect this knowledge base and you know what you're talking about because writing a book is not easy and many people takes years to create a book. Like even Lord of Rings, right? Those authors took years to create a masterpiece and that's still okay because once it's out, is a best-selling book. It creates more leeways to automatically populate back to you. It can be in bookstores, Amazon, and it become that passive income and also lead generation to bring that client. At the end of the day, we all search each other. It's the internet world. So if people put your name into Google, what do you want it to come up? Have you even thought about that? One thing I talk about is, yeah, LinkedIn probably among all the social media platform should be something you build it up and that have you're the author, but not just your title, your medical background, but how you're going to help and creating better results for people. And if you have an article published from other people's website, it make you look someone who has a different expertise than the people who only have their medical background listed, right? Where they graduated, what kind of basic medical publication, because that seems to be very dry. There's no human to that. Yes, for sure. And it's really about being approachable to the person. So you brought up Google. It's a perfect example. We don't go to Google and search 2000 things all at once. We're very specific. We have an issue. We want an answer. Even, even medically, as much as I'm sure as a doctor or a nurse, you would prefer any kind of uh, medical professional. You would prefer people to not look it up on Google and then come and tell you what, to, you know, let's be real. Most people do, you know, they look up their symptoms and then they come in afraid that they have, you know, whatever plague they found. <laughs> um, you know, it's just kind of human nature. The same thing is true with your book. If you can give really good, solid information to a person on a specific thing, 
then when a person searches for, I've got this thing going on, they find real answers based off of science and off of, you know, the learning that you've done versus, you know, some craziness that somebody put on Wikipedia or something that may not have anything to do with truth or reality. Exactly. You wanted to connect your name to an authority. And so with that authority, it builds existing eyeballs that they already trust and connected to. So if you're someone who, let's say, the New York Times bestseller, it's not easy just to get on there. So if you're on there, people already trust the New York Times, and even they never heard of you, your status has already been elevated. Is that true, Steve? Well, and so I always focus on the Amazon bestseller. Amazon's bestsellers are statistically driven. New York Times takes information from the Nielsen company who does, you know, like the TV ratings, but then they editorialize. This is based on how they sold it and a bunch of different things. This is who we say are the best sellers. Amazon's is purely statistical. So if a book is number two and another book is number three, that means that the book at number two during that time frame sold more books to actual physical people than the book at number three. Honestly, the trick to get on New York Times bestseller list is to make friends with a buyer at Walmart and have them buy 50,000 copies of your book. Now, don't spend any of that money because you'll also sign an agreement that says that you'll buy back any of the books that don't sell in the first 90 days. You know, that's really what the New York Times bestseller list looks at. Whereas Amazon, it really literally means that your book got in the hands of people. Yes, because it's a direct sell into people's, if it's a Kindle version versus ebook versus a physical copy, it is a way to just actually track mm-hmm. it. That makes me think about QVC, where you can develop this health product and you want it to sell on TV. You actually have to front and put in the money to be on those shows. And if you didn't sell and you already still have all those products, you have to take in that kind of eat away the difference in cost. So it's definitely a stress for people if you wanted to have these bigger partnership. It's a gamble in anything. We have to see what we're willing to gamble on. What is the right system? Who can you help you? Just like Steve, you have a right system to be at a number one bestseller and internationally known and help yourself to develop this expertise so people can recognize you despite that you being nobody from a bigger media world. Right. Well, and we can really then show up powerfully as who we are because then the world already knows and begins to see us. And then you can become the gold standard in your industry. Exactly. And that being said, no matter you're a PA, your MP, or doctor in this one specialty, sometimes you're only known in your local area. And if no one is referring patients to you, what are you going to do? And we have to think outside the box, using what we can leverage in our society right now from these different revenue. Now, what would you tell people when they say, well, I'm just not a good writer. I don't know how long it would actually take me. I'm going to be busy already. How am I going to become a bestseller when I don't have time to write? Right. So number one is most people aren't authors or writers, I should say. Most people that become authors really aren't good 
writers. And that's not really, I'm not really asking you to take on a new skill set. Perfect example, Sir Richard Branson, you know, that owns all of the different Virgin companies. He writes all of his books via interview. By simply speaking to write, then the book sounds like you. It's in your words. It's in your voice. And it can, you know, you can do in an hour, a couple hours, you can do all the content you're ever going to need for a book, or at least a really good start, depending on how large the book you want it to be. And it's just purely spoken. Um, And let somebody like myself that has editors and graphics people and all those kind of things that she didn't want to have to learn anyway, let us do that for you. Perfectly said. And that's how I'm writing my book too. Now, some of you have heard that I'm doing a collaborative book with other Asian women. I'm going to call it Asian women who boss up. And just because they're stereotype about women in general, and also Asian traditional thing as just obedient, hardworking, lack of personality, not really much into fighting for what you deserve in society or in leadership. We want to change all that. The way that I wrote my book, English is not my first language. I think I always have misspelling issues for those who know me. But the way that we did my book chapter is by interview. And I am a speaker. I can speak so much easier than I can put it into words because our mind goes faster. And that's the easier way, just like what Steve said, you can find these people to do the interview and put on paper for you and won't consume much of your time. So I love this idea. I know there's so much more to talk about. And how could people find you? So if they're already ready, if they already know that they want to, uh, you know, get a book done, they can simply go to AskSteveKid, that's with two Ds, dot com and schedule a time with me. They want to learn more about me. If you go to WeHelpYouThrive.com, you know, that'll A, have all of the six years of podcasts that I've done, including all of the authors that I've personally worked with as well as on there is our authority package and it'll give you a basic rundown. I even did a little video for you explaining to you why it's so important to you. Um, And then if you need to go beyond that, we've got some other free webinars and stuff like that that I can do for you to help you get started. Amazing. Thank you so much. And thanks everyone for listening in. You can find more to our podcast. Go to sabrinarumbach.com forward slash pphp-podcast to look for your favorite episodes, subscribe to our show, and give us a review. We'd love to hear from you. And how can we build your authority as a powerful and passionate healthcare professional? Uh, Until next time. Bye, guys. All right, my friend. How did you love this episode? Make sure to subscribe to our show so you can continue to build your positive intelligence for that beautiful mind of yours to live powerfully and passionate. I know this just the tip of the iceberg. You probably have a lot more questions on actually how do I implement those things into my own life? Well, this is the solution. Joining us inside the private Facebook group Go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash 
Powerful Passionate, where I go live weekly to answer any questions that you have, and continue to put more resources for you to help you to get to that point. You can be both powerful and passionate, where you no longer working on any mundane work, and truly focusing on the things that matter. You can be both powerful and passionate, where you can overcome any mental roadblocks keeping you from success. You can be both powerful and passionate, where you feel energized from the moment you woke up to the time you go to bed. Join me, and together we can create a life where you can be both powerful and passionate. <laughs>